As you walk through the valley of the shadow of hell, you will see through the fog a bend in reality, a veil that is beyond your own comprehension. It's the other side, beyond the void. That's right, we're back from Halloween break. I don't know what it is, break. really. We didn't get a break. We're in the festive month of Thanksgiving, the murder month. Gobble, 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 <laughs> bitch. So, uh, yeah, this month we're going to be doing a few things. We got a guest coming on this month for you guys. That's going to be an old, familiar sound, a little familiar voice that you might have remembered. At least we're planning on it anyway. I talked to them last night. And they said yes, uh. that they would be willing to do it. They were like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm doing it. I was like, all right. Nice. So, well, it's Patrick. He's coming on. I'm just going to say it. <laughs> yeah, might as well. He's been begging to come back on. And so I, it just worked out that Christina's mom is getting some stuff done. She's got to take care there, of her. Yeah. So she, Chris, uh, Patrick's going to come on for like an episode. And we've already kind of discussed what we want to talk about, too, by the way. So, but we'll talk about, we're not a hundred percent yet. <laughs> still we, talks. He wants to do Prey. Uh, and I thought that would be a good idea since Plumkey got that movie for oh, us. Oh yeah. And so that's like one of the movies that we could watch to mm-hmm. do. That's and a then, good idea. And then I was like, well, you know, because he, he wanted to do indigenous horror and I was like, well, yeah, I guess that would make sense because it's Thanksgiving and whatnot. But in the same regard, it's kind of like <laughs> not the same way anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So I was like, well, if we're going to do anything indigenous, then we got to do the Manitou. Uh-huh. And because I've been wanting to watch that again oh. or talk about it at least, right? You know what I'm talking right. about? Right. Yeah. And uh, he was not, not sold on it. I was like, Patrick, trust me. Yeah. Trust me. Okay. <laughs> it's like one of the coolest 70s movies. Like, it's the wildest, weirdest shit. But anyway. <laughs> so we, uh, we got a couple of movies this week to talk about, though. And they are going to be Crabs from 2021. Which is on Screenbox and Slother House from 2023, which is on Hulu. That's right. So you can check these out. They're both like horror, low budget horror comedies. Although they're not as low budget as you might think. You right. Know? They actually put some really creative work into these movies. So it's it's kind of like it's a different tier of low budget. You know what I mean? It's like a passion project. Yeah, it, it really. That's what I think. Yeah, they're definitely aiming for what they're trying to do in these movies. Okay, so there is no like, well, we just didn't have a budget. No, they they really wanted to make this like this, exactly right. like this. So, uh, but yeah, that should be fun. Something different to do next week. Do we know what we're going to be doing next week? Did we figure it out? Yeah, we're going to be doing transfers and cross worlds. 
so those are two movies that were given to us. So I figured that's another way to knock out a couple of movies as well. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, you know, since we're kind of taking it back a little bit for November, since it's like we did so much horror, right. you know, it might be fun to do some stuff that's a little adjacent. Right. So that's why we're doing that. Headed into the holiday season. That's right. So, and you know what? You know, we just celebrated, guys, our 12th anniversary between me and Christina. You know, we've actually forgotten one year. (laughs) Forgot the 10th anniversary. Yeah, we had our 10th anniversary two times because we didn't realize that we had missed one. Well, it's because my dad was in the hospital. Yeah, everything always went wrong and we were just overwhelmed. So we just like completely forgot one year. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) And then we didn't really celebrate it, but we didn't really like, we just, there was just so much going on. But this year we actually celebrated. We went out, had a nice little uh, neighborhood breakfast sort of thing. Like one of these little small joints that had really great breakfast. And then we sat around the house while I fucking took naps all day long <laughs> and she tried it's she, great she basically watched tv by herself except i came in and out every 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> we did watch the exorcist the new one the oh, Believer, yes. last night yeah you want to talk about that yeah what what do you think about it i i was actually on board the first half of the movie and then as soon as we got introduced to some of the legacy character a legacy character i was like okay this right. is this is stupid. Yeah, right. Me too. I was all into it the first hour. It was like the first hour. And then they started tying in the original movie. And then it was just all downhill from there. Like it was already set to not be as good as the first Exorcist, but at least it was going to be a competent film, you know, somewhat. And then it just, Jesus. Then it was like, I felt like putting a laugh track behind certain things. And <laughs> we were making jokes while we were watching the movie and stuff. I did think the girls did a good job. Right. Like, I don't think there's anything wrong possession? with them. Yeah, I think it's just the it's story, story elements sucked, just didn't dude. really become very believable. <laughs> Speaking of believer. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's un- unbeliever. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was, I know, I know some people really liked it, which I was kind of oh, hoping, cool. I was hoping I was going to be one of those people. Me too. I Because typically too. I'm the guy that's always like, oh, I liked it, you know? And then like, everybody's like, that's fucking garbage. Yeah, it was pretty bad, though. It was. I, I mean, mean, they really... It's, it's still a competent film, but it just really jumps the shark at the last re- third act. They really could have went there with it. They really could... It could have been a good story, but it, it just seems like too many producers were talking. Too many cooks? Too many cooks in the kitchen. Too much going know, on. I don't know, dude. I just... I don't know what the fuck. I didn't have any faith in it anyway. Spe- exactly. Speaking of the... You know, another joke. I didn't have any faith. I didn't believe in, in this. <laughs> uh, because... And no offense. I'm sorry, guys. I just am not a fan of what David Gordon Green did with ha- Halloween. And then after, of course, you know, Halloween ends, which, you know, I only liked Halloween Kills, and that's even cheesy. But I love the kills and kills. Like, yeah. I thought the kills were really awesome. And the beginning of Ends was good. The beginning of Ends is also kind of good, too. Like, it's, the very intro, but that's about it. Is that, like, the mantra? Because even in this, like, I thought that, you know, the first 45 minutes was good. Well, think of it this way. It's like, it's like when you, like, for me, I compare it to writing a song. 
right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes I would come up with the hook, and I'm like, "Damn, it's a tasty jam," you know. And then, and then <laughs> Is that it's like, "How you do it?" <laughs> yeah. And then I'm like, and then I try to get to the fucking like, you know, the chorus or just the regular verse, mm-hmm. and it's like kind of like doesn't really hook me into it, mm-hmm. or I just can't figure out how to connect the pieces. So then I just throw it together and see if it works. See what happens. And it's almost like they didn't give it the polish that it needed. Oh. Do you see what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. they needed to do multiple different drafts, but they wanted to rush this out the door, and I don't know why. I think it was too soon. After all the like controversy over you know both sides of the fence arguing about ends, mm-hmm. did we really need to put a movie out the following year? Right. You know, did we need to rush? Yes, because they need money. See, that's what I'm talking about, though. Like, I don't think Gordon's terrible. I just think he gets backed into a corner and then just throws up shit. You know what I mean? So it's like, I don't know. I just like, it's like sometimes you got to go with your gut. I get it. So I'm sure writing's very similar to that in a way. But you also want to kind of go over several drafts of this and not just rush it out the door either. Right. Right. Because like when I've written some of the some of the best songs that I wrote for my band were the fastest ones I ever wrote. Mm-hmm. You know? It was like, I just was riding the fucking wave. I wasn't trying to overthink it. The second album we did, we overthought it a little bit. Right. And I think while- And that was it. It's overproduced. Yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? So it didn't really catch as many people. There's a couple of songs that we popped out that were pretty decent. But I mean, again, it's just overproduced. And maybe that's what happened here. It's overcooked. Too many cooks at the kitchen. Yeah, something. You know what I mean? Like, there's just- too much thought or not enough you gotta it's like a perfect balance and when you get into that artistry there you know like you really just gotta know what you're dealing with be confident about it and i don't know i think it's just a risk anyway these days because these franchises are so old that everybody has something that they like about a franchise from a different decade that it's existed right so they have a different perspective from every single franchise now and we're realizing that you can't make everybody happy and everybody's vocal so they try to listen and change things but it doesn't matter because everybody's going to be vocal now right right everybody's got a megaphone everybody's got an inst- you know instagram a facebook tiktok you can't make them all happy right you just got to go for it and hope hope for the best mm-hmm. and sometimes you squeeze out a malignant and uh, that's pretty cool. But even those people don't really like some of that, that movie either, you know, because they're like, they didn't. Everybody has their own opinion. Well, I think, you know, it's like I always talk about the like 80s and like how some people didn't grow up in the 80s. So they don't really know the 80s style. Right. So when they see something like Malignant, they're like, eh, what is this weird shit? It doesn't make sense. Right. You know, like. But that's because that movie was made for people like you. Right. Right. Old fucks that didn't overthink things, I guess. Right. Just <laughs> didn't like, think things enough, I guess. I just ha- like how Five Nights at Freddy's was made for this younger generation. Yeah, and, and even for the younger generation of, Freddy, of of their own franchise. Right. Like, they didn't really... Like, because we even talked to your nephew who said... It was too late. It like, was too late. It yeah. wasn't worth the wait. That's what he said. Yeah, he said he didn't like it that much, but he thinks it's good for younger kids. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, you are okay. kind of younger, but so that it makes, it's an interesting statement. You know? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I think it might be that time. Uh, what time is it? Horse shots. All right, guys. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our shot of the week. And this one is a crab blood. And uh, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that it's for the movie Crabs oh. from 2021. I, I'm assuming you guessed that, but oh. 
We did have another shot that we were going to do. What were we going to do? A three-toed sloth. But yeah. Christina didn't want to go to the store to get all these like ingredients and stuff. <laughs> Fuck no. So we, we kind of threw one together here. I don't want to leave the house. I know. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'm I a, did for the first time yesterday. I'm an inside cat, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm an inside fat. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so. This smells disgusting. Don't think about it. Don't Why, why would you smell it? Because they smell everything. Okay, so in the movie, they, they, there are these horseshoe crabs. Technically, horseshoe crabs are very... Uh, uh, their blood is actually very expensive because they use it for different things in it. Um, matter of fact, hold on. I'll give you the only tidbit of trivia that there is on both of these movies that I got. I had time for. It's it's blue in color due to the presence of copper in their blood, by the way. And it's, a val- it's valuable because it contains an amoebocyte which is used in the field of biomedics to identify bacterial contamination in vaccines and all sorts of injectable drugs, the uh, like heroin. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, good to know. So, yeah, that's, you know, they use it for stuff. So, you know, that's why the blood is blue in this. So we thought maybe we should drink some, you know? Okay. See if it, how it does. Cheers. So, uh-huh. wait, wait, we got to say what's in it. <laughs> Oh, yeah, what's in it, Alex? So it's real simple. We got these, like, um, what are they, little squirt flavor bottles that we use? Yeah, like crystal light squirts. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) Jesus. There's like these little liquid bottles that are like too much sodium. They're flavor enhancers. They're flavor enhancers, and you're supposed to put them in your water bottles, which, you know, I always do. I have to do something different, you know, so because I can't just drink water. Um, so I, we have this one It's a blue raspberry has all these vitamins and stuff in it and you just squirt, you do a shot of vodka and you do a big squirt of the blue and there you go. Oof. Oh, it's like cough syrup. Oh, it's like cough syrup. It's kind of strong. It's overpowering the vodka. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. That's, oh, I hope that doesn't make me sick. Well, you're not supposed to drink crab blood, guys. That's FYI. But if you'd like to try one, all you have to do is go to longlivethevoid.com and check out our hashtag horror shots, shots section, section now. now. That's, That's it, it for, for horror, horror shots. shots. <laughs> all right, guys. So now we're going to go ahead and jump into our flesh and potatoes of crabs from 2021 and House from 2023. And we're going to go ahead and do that right all right christina you did the work on this first one which movie crabs was released november 15th 2022 oh a horde in the United States, by the way. Oh, where else would it be? Australia and oh. other places that they sent it out. Okay. <laughs> they get distribution from different places, so whoever's willing to pay for it gets the movie. You see what I'm saying? So if they get distribution, just like Evil Dead was released in the in Europe before it was released in America, technically. Uh huh. Same thing. I'm pretty sure that's how it worked anyway. Okay. But go ahead. A horde of murderous crab monsters descend on a sleepy coastal town on prom night, and only a ragtag group of outcasts can save the day. Radu! Oh my god, don't. 
This is written and directed by Pierce Burlheimer. Burlheimer. He, he uh, he's only has uh, produced other movies such as Diverge from 2016 and Sunbelt Express from 2014. Yeah, this is his first feature. First feature. So it stars Jessica Morris, who plays Annalise, the mom. She was on One Life to Live soap opera for a long time. Loved that. She was also in Sorority Slaughterhouse from oh. 2016, Night of the Tommyknockers 2022, Evil Bong 2017. 666. And, oh, yeah. Evil Bong 666 and 777. Yeah, the seventh and the sixth one. Yeah. And Puppet Master Axis Termination. Termination. 2017. Huh. Yeah. Okay, I didn't. Re- I kind of recognized her a little bit. Well, she just has one of those faces. Yeah. Dylan Rally Snyder plays Philip McClaster, the guy in the wheelchair. Yep, he is also a director and cinematographer. Has done a bunch of shorts, but has also acted in Mama Boy from 2016, Lockdown from 2016, and he was in an episode of Better Call Saul. Huh. Nice. Yeah. So it's probably just. A short bit of time before we see one of his movies. Exactly. We have Robert Craighead, who plays Sheriff Flanagan. One of his first movies he was in was Cujo, 1983. He was a cop in The Return of the Living Dead. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. He does look familiar. Yeah, he does. He was also in Rat Apocalypse from 2015 and Stormamageddon. Stormamageddon? <laughs> yeah. Stormageddon. Stormamageddon. It's not Mamageddon. It's Stormageddon. <laughs> Stormageddon. Oh my God. From 2015. <laughs> We also have Allie Jennings, who plays Maddie. She was in Little Women from 2018. Keep Calm and Keep Calm and Tampon from 2017. The fuck. Once I Was a Beehive from 2015. We have Bruce Durfee, who plays Hunter. <laughs> what a name. <laughs> Durfee Dur. Oh man. Don't... Oh man, that sucks. That was a suck. He probably had school. to deal with that as a kid. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, he was in a movie called Toxic Shark, and then he's been in various TV shows. He God, he looks like um, the guy from, uh, like his brother or something from um, Starship Troopers, the main guy. Right, I remember you saying that. Yeah, I was like, God, that looks like him so much. He's so much aged. He's aged so much now, Like, but the younger version of that right. guy. James Vander something, or whatever. I can't remember what his name is. We also have Chase Paget, who plays Radu. Radu! He, oh my gosh. He was in Disaster, a major mo- motion picture ride, starring you from 20, 2008, and Adventure to Fitness from 2011. Of course, I don't have a budget on this film because it is an independent movie. <laughs> what did you think about Crabs, Alex? Well, at first, I was not digging this movie quite that much. I was like, oh, God, all the familiar tropes are in here. You know, you got to have the, the weird token guy or token person that's not even really token, just like the one that speaks in a weird language so that the, you can get away with silly humor and stuff. Mm-hmm. There's like a formula to these movies. Like right. Both of these movies actually kind of follow a similar formula in a way, too. There's always the weird, wacky character in the movie that's always like kind of like a little too much, but kind of like it's like, well, if I can accept this person, then the movie's okay. Right. <laughs> so, but yeah, it, it, at first it was a little hard to swallow at first. I'd say the acting in this one is not that great. 
but it's also done in a way that's supposed to be not that great. So right. it's like right on the cusp of being like a five or a six acting. You know what I mean? They were trying. They were yeah. trying. The humor wasn't there right away. You know, it, it takes you a while to kind of get in the groove of it, uh, the wheelchair groove of it. Which, by the way, they had a lot of ableist jokes in the oh movie, God. which it's hard not to laugh at because, in a way, it was, like, harmless. But it was also kind of like, oh, he's not actually uh, wheelchair-bound. <laughs> right, in real life, <laughs> So at life, first yeah. I was, like, laughing, and then it was like, oh, wait, he's actually standing up in this part. <laughs> and I was like, oh, no. Horrible. I've been laughing this whole time. <laughs> Uh, there's some some tasteful uh, distasteful jokes, I guess, but that's kind of par for the course for these kind of movies anyway. Like if you are gonna watch a movie called Crabs and not expect some sort of bad humor to be in it, right? Then you're not the target demographic for this movie. Okay, mm-hmm. <laughs> let's just put it that way. So, um, but yeah, it did get funny actually, and I the Radu character that I was like, oh god, actually started making me laugh pretty hard. <laughs> Oh my God. The stuff that he was saying was really funny. And it it's one of those things where he was just doing it off the top of his head. Mm-hmm. And like how he was saying it is so obnoxious. Like, oh, no, we have angry fish monster. Come see and no man come take me away. You know, like and you're just like, wait, what did he say? And everybody in the movie is making fun of him because he doesn't speak. But it's not like any any particular language. It's not like some Hindu guy or some Asian guy or something completely distasteful like that. It's more of like a, like, what do you call it? A Mennonite? <laughs> you know, that, that's like an Italian Mennonite. <laughs> so he's got like the voice of like a, a, an Italian person mixed with like a, you know, Brother Hezekiah kind of voice. And it makes, it's not even a real like accent. Mm-hmm. And so it just gets so bizarrely funny that I kind of had to, I had a good time watching it. And like his character and how it grows is kind of interesting, too. But, you know, this isn't the funniest thing I've ever seen. But there are some pretty creative things that they do in this movie. I have to get it credit because it knew exactly what it was trying to do. And it did it. And I don't think it was trying to supersede that. I think it just knew what its limits were and it stayed within those limits without pushing it too, too far. Acting, again, not so great. There is a lot of gore in this movie, so I liked that part, the that aspect of it a little bit. It's not the, the most amount of gore or the best amount of gore that I've ever seen. It's just got it in there, which is kind of hilarious because these, these horseshoe crabs are coming to the beach and killing people in the most ridiculous ways. Mostly like sticking a bowl on someone's face and then someone just pumping in like like gallons of blood to come out of that horseshoe crab's bowl. Mm-hmm. And it's just spraying on their face, which is kind of fun and kind of interesting. Then they morph and change, and then they find out there's a bigger thing that's in, in you know, and it gets it's like a typical story, nothing extra special, nothing super original. They are obviously following the gremlins, you know, in a lot of ways in some of the movie. Mm-hmm. There's a little there's like like a nod to the gremlins in the movie that's pretty funny, right. Um. I would say that this movie is probably like a 5.5 or a 6 um, when it comes to these types of movies. Right. But on a regular scale, it's going to be low for most people. 
But I don't think it's fair to go, hey, what do you think? Do you think this or hereditary <laughs> is good? Do you think that? What do you think, Christina? <laughs> so I think on an indie scale, an indie comedy horror scale, I think this is a decently over average, slightly over average uh, take. And I think that you can have fun with it, but not take it too seriously if you just want to have some fun. It's not the goriest thing, but it does have some of that in there. And there is some humor in it that I did find enjoyable. They didn't slouch on the the gore in this either towards the end. The gore takes a little while to get into it. There's like a big mega scene where they're driving through a city with a bunch of fucking like these people are wearing crab outfits and they look straight up out of like Godzilla. No, Dark Crystal. Oh, those fucking crab oh, yeah, things. That's right. Dude, I was like pretty impressed with the the amount of time and effort that they put into those outfits. And you have to like they didn't just cheese it. Right. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's a cheesy movie, but it could have been a lot worse. You know what I mean? And, you know, but I think it did pretty good for itself. I wish it was a little funnier, mm -hmm. but that's about it. Yeah. Like I said, five and a half, six for an indie horror scale. Christina has her own scale, so I'm just explaining how I do it. Which is the more superior scale. <clears throat> I guess. <laughs> Which is, I hate everything scale. <laughs> it's like... I don't know anything about crabs. I just know you can eat their legs. Like, I don't know what they look like. I don't think you like. can eat crab, horseshoe crabs. Oh, I don't know. So, no. I don't know what they look like. Like, I don't know any of this. I was raised in the desert, you know? I don't fucking... <laughs> seafood? Like, you don't eat seafood in the fucking desert. Are you kidding me? I mean, you do, but it's just... Yeah, you don't have any yeah, knowledge Yeah, but that's what it. I'm saying. Like, I have no knowledge of crabs. I have no knowledge of sea life. I don't fucking know. I know what a turtle is, but this isn't, like, it's Teenage Mutant yeah. Ninja Turtles. This is... Crabs. It's a shoe horse. So. A horseshoe crab. I don't know what the fuck. They had the little stinger tail. What the fuck is that? I don't know. We would find them on the beach dead every now and then. Oh. They, they don't really come on shore Lucky very often. you. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so, like, the movie is funny, but it's, like, not funny. <laughs> it's, like, funny, but it's not funny. Right. I think it's, it's pretty aware that it's not supposed to be the funniest thing you've ever seen. Right. It seems like it's a movie from, like, the mid-2000s, and it's because it's just, like, that humor, but it doesn't really, like, transcend into now. I think it would have been better, you know, as, like, an older movie. Like Maybe. It was made, you know what I mean? Um, I thought the trailer was really good, like, and that's why we wanted to watch it, because right. we watched the trailer. The trailer was really good, but as a whole, I didn't think it yeah. was that good. The actual crabs, like you were saying, they looked really cool, and, uh, yeah, it reminds you of, like, a monster movie. Like Godzilla or Gremlins, and the, you know they made the Gremlins um, nod. Um, but uh, there was like this big showdown at the end that I did enjoy, and it was very creative. Mm. But however, the the horrendous characters, which were so annoying, right? And they would not die. These characters would not die. It was very annoying. The story was just you know kind of basic. You know, you just have, like, the, the, the teenagers in a small town, you know. Right. Um, what the fuck was up with the music? Again, it sounds like early 2000 music. It, it was, yeah. It, it was kind of off. It's it, not it good music. It's just, it's like, what do we have around that we can use, please? Yeah, I mean, which is fine if that's what the director wanted. But to be honest, it didn't really fit. But, the, I mean, there was cool parts, but overall it was kind of a dumpster fire, and it was just really cringy to me. Okay. So I gave it a 4 out of 10, but the crab, the, the crab 
the crowds were cool. Yeah, like I said, they make a budget stretch. They did a really good job of making a budget stretch. Yeah. You're going to see a lot of green screen. You're going to see a lot of uh, uh, copious amounts of blood. And if that's what you're looking for, this isn't a bad movie. I don't think it's a bad one. Great. I, I think anybody anybody that's looking at this and looking for like Shakespeare, you're an idiot. <laughs> why would you even be doing that? You're, I don't know, but you know what I mean. Why like, do you say that? Like that doesn't make any sense. Anybody who just watches A24 films isn't going to be like, huh? I'm going to put on this crabs movie. That's, <laughs> you know, no, like, no, I just I'm tr- what I'm trying to say is is that there is something to be said about a movie trying to do what it's trying to do. Like if a movie is like, hey, I want to make a crab movie that does this this and this and they do it and they do it exceptionally better than they thought they were going to do it shouldn't they get credit for trying to aim at the the spot that they were trying to aim or or do we dock at points because they should have never done it to begin with i'm wondering if it if it's on it should be be aired on like the sci-fi channel and it would be go really good with like sharknado oh yeah it definitely is within that vein it's in that vein yeah it's definitely in that vein yeah, but it's. I bet it was really fun to make this. I'm sure. And that's like that's what I think about this is that a lot of these movies they don't have the budget, so they have to get creative with stupid humor, mm-hmm. and that's what yeah, they do. But... Stupid humor and gore and shit like that. Well, yeah, gore and stuff, but again, some of the humor. Well, it's the acting that you Shouldn't just be can't... making some of those jokes. Oh yeah. <laughs> That's I mean, I don't. I didn't really. I didn't really care that much because it was just too stupid to take seriously. Like I, know. I don't know. Like that's just bad humor in general. That's just par for the course. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I don't know. I think it's. I think some people will enjoy this. I don't know that everybody will, but you know, it's it's one of those movies that you definitely should know what you're getting into when you get into it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a silly movie made by a bunch of people who had a probably a really good time making it. They didn't slouch on some of the production on it. They probably made it stretch a lot more than they did. Yeah, the writing and the acting isn't all that great. The gore isn't perfect, but it is what it is. So, but uh, yeah, we do have no trivia on this movie, in fact. So we're just going to talk about some of the scenes in the movie and then kind of wrap it up with that and talk about the next movie. You can watch this, of course, on Screenbox, which if you have a subscription, I think it's like six bucks a month or you can get like a six month subscription for like fifteen ninety nine. So just something to think about if you're ever interested. Screenbox does have some titles on there. They do get their own originals. Um, they've gotten quite a few this year. Shaky Shivers and uh, quite a few others. That one's a newer one. Um, I didn't get to do a review of that one, but yeah. So if you don't want anything spoiled, go ahead and check it out and come back to us. But uh, here's your warning. All right, guys. So, Christina, do you want to talk about? Well, right off the bat. <laughs> okay. There's a couple having sex on the beach. So, of course, a crab has to crawl up on in there. Oh, yeah. He's <laughs> like, here, take a picture with it. Yeah, so and they she's stop. like, I don't want to hold it. And he's like, here, just hold it. And she grabs it by the tail. And then it jumps on his face and it eats his face off. Right. Well, not you 100%. Know? Right. But then she grabs a rock, like a huge boulder, like a big rock to like smash it off. But instead she ends up smashing his face in. Yeah. Killing him. Yeah. So that was fun. And then, and then she, she gets she, eaten. Well, didn't she come in? Didn't she pop back up a little bit later in the movie and her eyeball was hanging out? Yeah. And she crabs. was like, yeah, she was she was yelling out, crabs, crabs, crabs. It was funny. While her eyeball was hanging out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because they, they find that cave. Hunter finds the cave, the deputies. Yeah, because there's a big dead whale. And they're yeah. like, why is this whale dead? Right. 
It must be climate change. No, it is not climate change. It is the crabs. It could be, you know, it could be because maybe the heat is pushing the temperatures and the radiation. The, cli- the climate made the crabs crazy. The the te- the the termino- the the technical jargon that they used for this <laughs> was that it, they somehow got irradiated and it it sped along their evolutionary process. I totally like I I wasn't when they was explaining it because they info dumped on you. I totally like well zoned out. They were because there was that one scene where there's there a little baby crab and it was like trying to reach out to Maddie. Help me! And then Radu starts talking shit to it, and it pukes up a, a another version, and it's a big crab, and it the crab like like just evolves right in front of him, kind of like evolution, the movie evolution where they puke themselves up and then they right. evolve into the thing. So it's almost like they got the same idea from that movie, right? Um, because like stupid ass their evolutionary process is sped up mm-hmm. because of the fire, right? Um, so I'm sure that's what they were kind of going for in this. It didn't really make a whole lot of sense, but, you know, does mm-hmm. it have to? No. It's crabs. Right, exactly. Crabs killing people. Like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so um, what I thought was funny, though, is, like, they would puke these things up. They would turn into these big fucking dark crystal crabs that were really cool looking. Like, honestly, you have to give them credit for that, those little suits. Mm-hmm. They look cool, man. Like, they I, did. I was, like, pretty impressed with the amount of work that they put into that because most movies like this, like, the see, first of all, the horseshoe crabs themselves look real. Did they? They really did. And I don't know if they were really using them or they just had a mold and they figured out a way to make them look real, but it looked pretty real to me. Mm-hmm. And then they do the big crabs, which were really cool looking. I don't know how real they are because we don't have anything that big that's like that other than Dark Crystal. And those were puppets. Right. But either way, they still had a lot of people that were dedicated to fucking wearing those outfits. And they look pretty cool on them, if you ask me. Obviously, we get a big old creature, which is just a different variation of those big ones only kaiju levels mm-hmm. so we have a kaiju battle between a robot shark and a crab that lives in the sea and they get the idea that in order to stop the evolutionary process the only viable solution is to build a city skyscraper level fucking robot shark monster to battle it. to battle it because you know the only way to stop evolution is with a bigger predator. To destroy it. Yeah, which makes no sense because they create a robot shark, not a regular shark. I thought they were going to bioengineer some fucking new <laughs> new shark, and I'm like, how are you going to speed up its evolutionary process, and what are you going to do with the shark when it didn't stop eating? Right. You know, kind of like the ghoulies right. part two, where the, the they, they summon the fucking beast, and then it eats up all the ghoulies, and then when it's fucking done, they don't know how to kill it, so they have to <laughs> stuff dynamite in its stomach and blow the fucker up. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, they, they do it. They stuff it in a in a fake ghoulie, so it thinks oh. it's a ghoulie, and it starts eating it. Oh. And the fuse is, is way too long for it to have taken that long to blow up. But that, I didn't it, see that one. Yeah, it's part two. It's that's one of my favorite ones of the of the four. Oh, yeah. There's only really two good ones in my opinion. Mm-hmm. What did you think about the uh, the crabs wanting to DJ? Um, that, do, do you think crabs should DJ? If they're going to, they should definitely play Britney Spears. I think they should play dubstep. <laughs> I can see the crabs. 
dropping that beat. Okay, yeah, no, that was pretty ridiculous in the movie. It was. It was I thought that was <laughs> my favorite person. scene in the movie is probably the bar scene. All the crabs are in there <laughs> they're making drinks. Yeah, and they're laying on their backs, and the puppetry for these things looks really impressive. Yeah, like like they did fully like articulated like crabs that have these sucker mouths and they were like laying underneath the taps of the beer thing and pouring uh-huh. it in while there was a crab on the back of the bartender whose eyes are all whited out because she's dead <laughs> and one of the horseshoe crabs is using its claws after it shaved off the back of her head and using her brain as like a fucking like remote control for her body. Oh, that's right. They started taking control of the humans. But they just barely show her yeah. pouring the drink and it's so stupid looking. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one, the other part was the bar scene when Radu shows up because he starts saying things so stupid. Oh no! Angry fish monster attack Radu! Radu scare! <laughs> Must run! before everyone die. Oh my god. And they're like, what the fuck did you say to me? <laughs> and this ragu guy should have died Radu, like Radu, honey, Radu. Ragu should have died Not like Ragu, five times. like the fucking pasta sauce. <laughs> That's how we can remember it. Radu. <laughs> ragu. R A D U, not G U. Do. Goo. Oh my god. You're going to drive me fucking nuts. Anyway, that character drived me fucking nuts. And then he wouldn't die. He should have died like five times. And he's the one who's making the the really bad jokes, especially to the kid in the wheelchair. Oh, how about this? They fucking make a song at the end of the fucking movie with him singing about the crabs. Like an entire song. The first line of the song was the... The first line of the song was like, oh, the director paid me $40 to make a song. Hey, movie people, I know you watch your crab movie. I sing song for you. That's pretty much what it was. It's Radu. But he grew on you, really? He didn't annoy the crap out of you? I mean, it was just so bad that I started to laugh. You know what I mean? It's one of those things, you know, like... I don't know. Like, I mean, can you imagine having to act like that in an entire movie? No. I would... No. You know that it had to be off the top of his head. There's nobody that could write those lines like that. So you have to give him a little credit for being as stupid as that. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, there's got, like, I, I, I fucking admire the guy because, like, he really fucking went for it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, no, you're right. So I don't know. Like, there's something to be said about it. At least instead of just, like, half-assing it, he, like, really went for it, you know? Like, you're how, right. How are you supposed to do that character any justice anyway unless you just go for it? But I also think it's funny that this particular character, like, is in the next movie, too, pretty much. Pretty much, yeah. There's a, tr- well, like I said, it's these tropes. They have these tropes in these types of movies. Where yeah. They, there's always the silly guy. Yeah. You know? With the weird accent. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is an old 80s trope thing, you know? Oh, or 90s go- trope, actually. No, I think it goes back further than that. Really? I really do. I'm trying to think of a 70s movie. I think it's a 90s thing, actually, technically. Because they always had token people in fucking 90s movies. And oh, then they yeah, started like Amer- becoming, American Pie. Well, they started becoming self-aware in the 90s about it, so I think it started in the 80s a little bit. They toned it down because yeah. it is a little bit, like, yeah, it's a little, prejudice. Yeah. Well, they, they even had some ableist jokes in there that were really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> There's a dance. 
There was a dance in Radu. It's prom. It's prom. Yeah, and Radu was like asking, "You're gonna go with him? He's no. in a wheelchair." Let me he do can't... it. Let me do it okay. justice. Radu goes up to Maddie, who's Maddie's best friends with Phil, and they have sort of this unspoken relationship because she's always around, and they've developed a liking towards one another. Radu is like, "Hey, lady person, I am Radu, and I have nobody to escort me into the uh, ritual mating dances of the prom, and I would like to ask you if you would like to go to the prom with no. Radu." No. And then <laughs> and she's like, "No, I can't." And he's like, "Why not?" And she's like, "Well, because I'm going with Phil." And he's like, "But he can't dance." <laughs> He is in a wheelchair. He can't dance. Is what yeah. he said. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's so fucked up. But, but in, in earlier in the movie, too, Maddie makes a joke at him, too. Right. Remember, they were, like, going up the driveway, and they see the sign, and it's, like, for sale sign, because their brother's trying to sell their, their house because their parents died, his dad died or something like that, who was an inventor, and he wants to be like his dad, but he won't use his shop because he's just upset about something. I don't remember exactly what the, the whole story is. But anyway, he's going up the driveway, and she's like, he's like, hey, give me the keys to my little shack. And she's like, here. And he's like, hey, come on, give it to me. And she's like, why don't you get up and take him from me? And he's like, real funny. And then there was another joke towards, what was it, the... What was it? What was the? There was another uh, handicap. Handy, oh, well, he even says at the end when he's in the kaiju uh, shark ship, he's like, "Hold on, I got it written down." You just fucked with the wrong handy capable. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I mean, the whole movie he's building like bio-engineered legs to make him walk around in. And no, stuff. she she built them. Well, he built them, but she fixed them because she's smart too. Because she's smarter than him. Right. Because, yeah. Don't do it. Well, this movie would say that she's smarter than him because he's in a wheelchair. So, because that's how this movie works. I don't know. I know that they mean it harmlessly, but I'm sure there's going to be some people that would be offended by that. But, you know, you know, it's, like I said, par for the course. Right. This is not supposed to be a movie that is to make everyone happy, you know. Exactly. You have a token guy who's speaking some sort of Yiddish or something. <laughs> Yiddish. I don't know what the fuck he's speaking. Speaking annoying. <laughs> he's speaking Radushanese. <laughs> Radushanese? Is that how it is? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so, but yeah, the movie ends with a big old kaiju battle with the shark. And then he goes to Japan because you can see Hiroshima in the background. Mm -hmm. And then it's like you see like two crabs like attacking a building. And then she's like, you ready? And he's like, yeah, hell yeah, I am. And then they they go. He's got like a pink bandana around his head like Radu had. And they go in and battle. Yeah. Yeah. They form Voltron and then attack. And then, yeah, isn't it like an animated sequence? Yeah. You know, it's... I, I, I see like I appreciate that they just used a green screen or something like that because it's like I think back to all those like tokusatsu sort of like Japanese movies from or shows from like the 60s and 70s and that's all they had you know mm-hmm. they just made it work and that's what they're doing here so right all right so now we're gonna go ahead and jump into the other movie which is Slaughterhouse Slaughterhouse which a lot of people have been talking about on and off, and I've heard mixed things from different people. You know, some people hate it, some people love it, but we're about to review it, so buckle the fuck up. 
It is Slaughterhouse that came out this year. It's on Hulu. It's one of their originals. And it is about Emily Young, a senior who wants to be elected as her sorority's president. She adopts a cute sloth, thinking it can become the new mascot and help her win until a string of fatalities implicate the sloth as the main suspect in the murders. Taglines. Don't rush. Die slow. <laughs> Oh, that's great. <laughs> so this is by director Matthew Goodhue. Uh, he did uh, a movie called Woe before this. Or, Whoa. Yeah, W-O-E. There is writers Brady, There are writers Bradley Fowler, who did The Voices and Novel Love. We also have Katie Laniga, who is an actress. This is her first writing credit, technically. We have stars, and I only did, like, four characters because there's too many. Yeah, there was a lot. There's Lisa Ambulavanar, who plays Emily. She was in the Titan TV series as Jinx, and she did The Stuff of Legend from 2015. We also Sydney Craven, who plays Brianna, who is the, the sort of, like, the bitchy schoolgirl. She was in Dreepers, Creepers, Reborn, Wolfblood TV, and a TV show called Tangranimals. She did, like, the voice work for, like, 55 episodes of. Wow. So we also have Bianca Beckless-Rose, who did the character Zenny. They have done a bunch of shorts. We also have Olivia Router, or Router, I think it is, but she plays Madison. High school TV series and American Horror Stories. She did an episode of. Wow. A lot of new cast members in this, so it's a lot of new blood, uh, you know. But surprisingly, the acting in this one, I think, is a little bit better than oh, the last yeah, one. Oh, yeah, totally. I agree. Um, there, wasn't, there really wasn't a lot of information on this as far as money or box office or anything like that. So, Christina, what did you think of Slaughter House? And why don't we explain to them a little bit more about what the story is before you get into it she comes across the handler that she meets in a mall who is basically poaching animals and he tries to sell her a sloth so she thinks that she can use it to get some sort of online credit because throughout the beginning of the movie they're kind of showing like scores of how many people like you're friends with or whatever and uh you know like each each person you meet it pops up their their info on their social media how many people are following them right that kind of stuff. and the guy mentions hey you know you can get a lot of following by having a exotic animal and he said meet me in my house at the, this place if you change your mind or whatever and then you know she wants to become president so then she gets this sloth from this guy and then the sloth starts killing people so yeah pretty much but christina what did you think of this so i thought it was fun silly and annoying just like the other movie it has that annoying character uh with a sword the th character has yeah. a sword as well uh with a weird so voice that talks like girls. something like that it almost sounded dubbed did it to you no uh the, so the sloth ends up being this uh surety house mascot and it, remind, it reminded me of like real housewives with a sloth but yeah. it was a it was at a sorority house which is kind of funny you know the the story is unrealistic but it's funny and it's fun you know it's obviously you know ridiculous i absolutely love the practical effects of the sloth 
Oh, the, yeah. The sloth was adorable. They did and, animatronic work or puppet work with it. It's really good. And the characteristics of the sloth were really fun, too, because it was, like, taking selfies with people and, like, killing people. Yeah. And, you know, it was kind of, Was it bloody? It was Not kind of, really. Yeah, it wasn't really bloody, but it just... You could just... Yeah, there was some blood it. in it, though. They Not, cut, like, crabs, though. They Not didn't really gory, show though. it as much. Yeah. yeah. But the social media references throughout the movie... Like following the the counts and the likes and the posts like throughout the the movie, it was annoying. But this is how the world is now, and it's kind right. of it, that's how you have to tie it into movies with cell phones and social media and all that stuff. Right. So I you, thought they did a good job. And if you hate these girls for their social media stuff, just celebrate the fact that they're getting picked off by a sloth. You know what I mean? That's really the best of both worlds there for you. Yeah, and I mean this. I mean it's a this is how it is now. Like and sloths kill people. Yeah, exactly. No, it's not like that. <laughs> but it was ridiculous, but not as annoying as crabs. I it was actually funny. It was funnier. Had good jokes. I gave it a six out of ten. I did enjoy it. Okay. Yeah, it's weird. This one is a very different movie than the other movie. They're both kind of ridiculous, but this one plays a little better straight. Like as far yeah. as like it's it's more of a situational comedy and kind of feels in in a lot of ways like something like uh what was that movie where ryan reynolds was in the movie where he played oh kind of in the vein of like something like van wilder almost but just without the sexual winman thing right it's that's where like they turn the dog into this mascot and like it's this funny silly thing and there's like all these like college antics that are going on around the situation which is the sloth is like killing people i thought what they did with the sloth and how it looked and everything was really good like they really bring it to life they do the animatronic stuff really well with it um the the one downside I did find with this movie is while the acting is good and it looks better, it looks like a like a bigger budget film. Some of the acting was ugh. the the Raduish character I was not vibing with. Uh, they're supposed to be the like comic relief, the more obvious comic relief, and it was not hitting for me. No, and no. and I wish it would have because I probably would have liked this a little bit more, just tiny bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's kind of like it's like I wanted to like that character, but the the they were not written well, mm-hmm. you know. And I'm sure there was like some stuff that that person decided to do to probably added more to this movie. But it just I think they they didn't really think that character out too well, right? And it's like the zany fun character that's supposed to be in these movies that you really got to put a lot of pressure on. And that's why I think Radu got a lot more attention and in the right way that it should have been than something like Zenny did in this movie, where it was just kind of like an afterthought. Right. You know, and unfortunately that, you know, if you're going to use this kind of this formula, this trope, use it, you know, like, so that's the downfall for me on that. Also, I didn't like that there wasn't enough gore. I hated that they didn't show the kills. Yeah. That really pissed me off. Yeah, it was annoying. Um, So while I like this movie, it really kind of like could have been so much cooler if they would have really added the gore in there. I understand that they didn't necessarily need it because the comedic value is still there. You don't need the gore, but I think it would have made this movie a point or a half a point better in the end Mm -hmm. than it would have been. 
Right. Because the, the, the genius shit that they do, there's one particular scene that I absolutely love in this movie, and it's storming out. And between the flashes, this this sloth is doing the cat thing, where when you look away, the cat's closer a little bit each time. And they do this in the movie, and it's fucking great. Yeah, it is. But they never tackle it again in the movie, Yeah, ever. it was just the one scene. And that is a totally missed opportunity, because that, to me, was really funny. Mm-hmm. And they could have played with that a lot more, you know? Where it kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, um, Scary Movie. Right. It could have been a scary... Because it's, it's got that vibe, right? Like, it's not yeah. too spoofy where it goes into Scary Movie, but it has some elements of it. Right. And it's not too college stupid, but, like, the Van Wilder, but it's got a little bit of elements of it in there. Mm-hmm. And it's almost playing it a little bit legit, which kind of makes the fucking creature pretty funny. But there was, there's some really funny jokes in there with the selfie thing and, like, the way that they turn this sloth into a character and, like, the people that are trying to save it that aren't really the good guys in the movie. And, like, there's just, it's like, I don't know. Like, I could see that they would make a sequel of this movie for sure. I enjoyed it well enough. It could have been so much better, though. Right. I, you know, like, I wanted this one to be amazing. Mm-hmm. More than I thought Crabs was going to be. Right. And where Crabs, I was, like, hoping it would be good, it kind of disappoints in some regards, and I kind of come around to it. This one, I was kind of aiming a little higher, and it kind of lowered for me. So I'm a little oh. bit more I'm a little bit more disappointed with this movie even though there are better ways, better things that they do in this movie that the other movie couldn't do, but the other movie did better than this movie did. So they're both kind of around the same mark. I would say that this is probably like about a 6. Mm-hmm. Like I lean more on a 6 on this one where the other one I lean a little bit more on the 5.5. 5. So right. But they're both doing their own specific thing, and they're you can't really compare them because they both know exactly what they want to do. They just did their things good or not good based on what they were trying to do. Mm-hmm. I personally think Krabs is definitely trying to do what it is, but it's not the humor for me. Right. This one has a little bit more of the humor for me, but then fails at some of the tropes that it's supposed to do really well at. And so it doesn't do the character development of some of these things as well. Obviously, if it's a sloth movie, they could have taken their time with it. But there's a lot of stuff they could have cut out of this one, I think. You know, like, I don't know. Just kind of what I think. I mean, it's 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 fun for what it is. You're going to get some laughs out of this one for sure. It's just not as a whole going to be the best funny movie that you've seen this year. Mm-hmm. You know, like I would say that for me, I still think like Cocaine Bear was a lot funnier. Yes, it was. But I think this one had the potential to be even funnier than that. I agree. But it just wasn't. Right. And it and it's mostly because of the gore. I feel like they could have really put that in there a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where like they like the sloth could have done so many different things to a person that's dying slow that they could have like Right. They could have really been really dark and tormenting with it. Right. Because it's slow mm-hmm. and used that to their advantage. And maybe they'll do that in a in a subsequent sequel. Who knows? I don't know. But they didn't do it here, so I have to give it a little little marks right but yeah i don't know i mean i think they're fun to watch both of these movies so i don't think there's they're that bad but christina obviously likes this one a lot more yeah i do so because the hu it's because of the humor it is funnier and these are funny movies so right 
but like I said, this one lacks where the other one does well. Like they at least had gore in the other one, you know? Does it make it a better movie? No. But Yes. <laughs> I'm talking about the other movie. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, so that's about uh we both read about a six. Is that what you said? I said six. Okay. So there you go. So we're going to go ahead and jump into our spoilers and talk about some of the scenes in this movie that we've been boiling to talk about. If you want to check this out, you can watch it on Hulu. It's a pretty easy watch. There's some dry moments in the be- in the uh, middle part a little bit in the beginning, too. Um, but, you know, it-, it should go by pretty quick. But if you don't want anything spoiled, here's your warning. So there's this scene in the beginning of the movie where the sloth is like in the wilderness and you see it like climbing to get this one leaf. And it's so slow and it's so cute, you know. The sloth really is cute. And it's uh, all of a sudden you see something come up out of the water and pull it down into the water. And then you're like, oh, shit. Like it something got it. It was a crocodile. It. Yeah, I looked it up because they're in Panama. Mm-hmm. And in Panama they have crocodiles in their river. Which so are, it was crocodile. Yeah, it was definitely a crocodile. Okay. They don't, they don't have alligators. That's more. Florida. Yeah, exactly. Um. But yeah, it it, it it goes under the water and then it pops up and it's like climbing on the shore very slowly as a poacher's coming and they trank dart the shit out of it and then you see the fucking crocodile roll over with what? Three claw marks. Claw marks. Yeah, which are three sloth. toed sloths. Sloth marks. They have three toes with three claws. So that's what it was. At first, I was like, oh, shit, maybe the crocodile had some disease that makes it kind of feral and turns it into his... <laughs> you always... You, it's so, you're so funny. Sometimes when we're watching movies, you come up with these elaborate things that right. could happen. And sometimes I just have to be like, Alex, just stop. I just want to watch the movie. Right. Oh, that's what you were doing then in there's The Exorcist. Other, then there's other times where I'm 100% right because I thought of those things. And you're like, holy shit, you were right. Yeah. So I am. And then I'm like, hey, why don't you sit down and let me do my thing? But like 80% of the time, you're wrong. <laughs> that's not true at all. Yes, it is. It's, it's one I don't know what you're talking it's about. It's 100% true. Yeah. You know what? Most uh, stats are made up on the spot. No, I do girl math. And girl oh, math is okay. above everything so else. So point proven. There you go. <laughs> anyway, so uh, something Christina does while watching a movie is she can't, I leave. Yeah, <laughs> I she leave. doesn't pay attention. She's scrolling on her phone the whole fucking that time. That is not true. 90% of the time she's on her phone scrolling. It's like 82% of the time. I'm doing boy math right now, Christina. <laughs> How's that feel, by the way? Does that feel pretty good? <laughs> I don't care. 12 years, everybody. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> uh,. So, yeah, that's how they get the fucking sloth. And the guy, the poacher or whatever, he's at the mall when the girls go to the mall. That was so weird. And it's just like they're pushing this whole social media angle that's like a big part of the very beginning. And then they never talk about it again. So she takes a picture, a selfie with this guy. No woman is going to take a selfie with some creepy ass guy. And then that's how they exchange information. So she can come over to his house. Well, he was being kind of nice. I mean, I didn't get a creepy vibe. From I him. did. He had a fucking beard. <laughs> cre- that is 100% <laughs> your creep. It's like, uh, <laughs> you got yes. a beard, a full on beard, but you're a creep. 
Anyway, so he has the sloth in his castle for, I don't know why he's living in the <laughs> I don't castle. Know, is it a castle? <laughs> it was a castle. So he has a sloth. He's living in the castle and he, he has a pill bottle. He's like, oh, oh, why do you have to take these pills? Yeah, that's so weird. Like, how did they figure that out? Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they realize that the, the, the sloth is perfectly fine unless it gets stressed out. So it's probably Prozac. It's probably taking Prozac. Or Xanax. Yeah. Uh, oh, was he gonna say? Oh, he probably has a couple so, of Zanny bars in there. <laughs> All the girls were snorting and shit. That, oh that's what. Gosh. See, that's what they should have done with the drugs. Is yeah. had a party and then like Zanny hey, or one this? of the characters is like, Mar. hey, oh shit, you got Zanny bars up in this bitch? Some slothy bars? And then, yeah, and they start snorting them up and then he gets angry and starts killing them all. Yeah, see that, that makes funny. more sense. Yeah, but th- that sloth get angry. Sloth get angry. And Are you kill. speaking like Radu I'm right so now? Sloth, sloth get, get angry. Gets angry and he kills the guy, and just in time for her to show up <laughs> and be like, "Where is your owner? I better take you home with me." Okay. You know, yeah. not even concerned about the dead guy laying on the floor. Right. Like, well, she doesn't see him first of all, but she just takes him, which is totally odd. Yeah, it's, totally. But you know, she's just desperate to be popular, so she. <laughs> and then I thought it was funny because she comes back. She has a sloth in a box, and she's like going up the stairs, and then they throw the box off the staircase. Yeah, Brianna's like, "What's in the box? What's in the box?" And, and then, oh God, what's, what's in, in the, the box? box? <laughs> But she throws it, and I was like, "Oh my God, is blood gonna spill out of the box when you when they open it <laughs> I know, up?" But no, it's got his arm all twisted around its neck and shit, and it's all dead. <laughs> but that's when they decide that she. Well, that's when she decides she's gonna make it a mascot and run for president, right? right. Okay. So then, wait, I gotta say this part. So then, the sloth decides to get on the computer with his three fingers, his three toes. <laughs> And he, the sloth starts going through her social media, right? And she, he sees the selfie. He's like looking up feet pics because, you know, three toe sloth. Yeah. Think about it. You know? So he sees the selfie with the guy, her selfie it's with that she, guy. It's a she, by the way. It's a she. Oh, whatever. And the sloth gets extremely angry about this, about this picture he, that he saw on the computer, that he pulled poacher, up. Because yeah. he knows how to read and pull up English and use social media to to find things. Right. I mean, he saw nobody use a computer before, so obviously it's pretty oh, self-explanatory. Yeah. And there's other obviously things he could do in this right. new world. That okay. So then, the, then okay. So then the sorority has this party. Do you think he thought it was like the internet was too fast when he was using? <laughs> now he's Is all. Every- now Do you he's know what like, would be funny is that they would have given a sloth vision where, like, <laughs> everything is moving around it really fast. So you, like, see how it's, like... It's tra- slow. How it has to, like... Transcend. It has to fight or, like, kill people. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it speeds up things, like, That's time. Funny. Oh, my god. Anyway. So the sorority has a party. They name it Alpha, by the way. Oh, and yeah. It's a, and it's a girl. It is a girl sloth. sloth. Yes. Sloth is a sloth. And so then the sorority decides to have a party, right? So so she hands the sloth over to this one girl who doesn't give a fucking shit and ends up taking the sloth outside and just leaves it. Just leaves the sloth outside. Yeah. I was like, Fend okay, for yourself, you little see shit. See you later. Right? Yeah, because she feels bad because they want the uh, Brianna wants her to kill it. Yeah, so instead she just goes takes it outside. So then the sloth crosses the street. 
and gets hit by a car. And then the sloth teleports into that girl's room and roofies her drink. All right. <laughs> because the sloth. It has anxiety meds. And so it, it knocks her the fuck out. Yeah. So it uses its own anxiety meds to knock it, her out. She died, though, didn't she? Uh, yeah, they cut her, he cut her throat real slow. Oh, that's right. But they don't show it. Yeah, they don't. And then I just forgot about it. They probably were like, we don't want to get it on the hair on this thing because it's, <laughs> they they probably used a real dead uh, sloth and just cut out its eyes. <laughs> oh my God, I doubt it. <laughs> but then the movie goes on without anybody giving a shit that this bitch died. Yeah. It, well, no, they mentioned her like seven times in the but film. But they, they couldn't They're find like, her. Like, what is but up they, with this? Like, they, everybody keeps disappearing. Like, one, it said that Jen just like fucking moved to Hawaii. Like, what? But they didn't go looking for her. Zenny mentions it a couple of times. Oh, yeah, it's weird. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, Zenny's presence should have been better. Yeah. And I don't think it's the actor's fault or actresses, their fault. Mm-hmm. I think it's just the writing. They didn't include... A funny role for this funny character. To just pop in every once in a while. Oh, where's my sword? I need my sword. Yeah, they both had swords. They both had swords. In these two movies, both of the... Ragu and Zini. Radu, motherfucker. (laughs) You be rad don't I'm gonna ragu... Wait, what? Radu (laughs) and rad don't call him ragu. (sighs) You better radu it. Nope. Or redo it. Nope. (laughs) Anyway... There was um, another scene where the, like one of the girls is like chilling with the the uh, sloth after the, they make it a mascot and they dress it up in like all this like outfits and shit and it's out there sipping on beer and shit. Oh like, yeah, <laughs> it's opening its own beer with its with its finger claws. Yeah, <laughs> and they're like, oh cool, no big deal. <laughs> and then there was a scene. Okay, so like one of the friends gets um, hit by a car right after that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because she's like, I'm taking it to the wilderness to let it be free. And she's like, how dare you try to use this animal? Like, what have, what have you become? She's like, I need it. I need it. <laughs> she's like, what have you become? And then she gets hit by a car. It's Emily's best friend. Madison. Madison. Mm-hmm. And she gets hit, which I love those scenes in movies, by the way. Yeah, because it was, it was surprising. I think the Final Destination was one of the first ones to really do it. Um, and then everybody started doing it. I love them. I don't know why. It's just sudden shit, you know? Yeah, they even did it in Mean Girls. That was funny as shit. No, that's right. Yeah. Um, and Heather's, actually. But, oh, yeah. But she yeah. got hit by a bus. Yeah. Well, whatever. <laughs> Same thing. Anyway, so she goes to the hospital and Emily feels really bad because they were arguing when it happened. And Madison's right. She really used the sloth to try to become famous and popular, and she really didn't need it to begin with. She became something that she wasn't supposed to be. And so she apologizes profusely to fucking Madison and then gets a call saying, hey, the election's tonight. If you miss it, then you're not going to get voted in as president. So then she has to go to the sorority cult. Well, Madison gives her the okay, first of all, and says, go, just go. She's got this, like, mask on because she can barely breathe. And it was, like, a child's mask. It wasn't even, like, a regular hospital mask. Yeah, it was probably because her ribs were broken or something like that, and so she couldn't get enough oxygen to her brain, so they had to, like, get her on oxygen or whatever. 
But anyway, she goes back and they have this like culty fucking like ceremony in the basement. They got red robes on and like yeah. candles and shit. They're like cutting open babies and shit. Yeah, drinking its blood. Yeah, just as pun- you should. Punching children in the face and just slapping it on the wall. Putting it in a cage and whipping it oh like as God. you should. <laughs> Not really. Uh, <laughs> that movie would be awesome. <laughs> this is horrible. I know. Uh, so anyway. While she's doing the the election, which she barely makes, by the way, the the fucking sloth takes her keys and her phone and knows how to drive. Yeah, knows how to drive. This is a Michael Myers Halloween two situation, guys. <laughs> and its little legs aren't even long enough to to. Does you it know, matter? Doesn't matter. I guess it doesn't matter. Anyway, so but when he goes in, he starts to climb up her, and she's like, "Oh my god." She's like kind of confused, and it's I and like it like comes up and it just slowly holds in the up. hospital bed. Yeah, it leans up next to her, and you see it holding the phone, getting ready to take a selfie. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then it's it takes funny. the pillow from behind her head and suffocates her with it very slowly. <laughs> very slowly. Which I thought was really funny. That like, was really funny. Yeah. And then she sends the picture to M, and then it, it comes back, and it becomes like fucking Jason all of a sudden, where like the the things like punching holes through doors and shit, and just leaping on people like really fast. Just starts massacring everybody. Right, like I feel like they should have like had like a hallway scene where it comes in the front door, and someone walks out into the foyer, and they're like. Oh, hey, oh little buddy. And hey, then it, the buddy. lightning strikes and the lights go out and she looks up and then like she looks at the door and the door's open but Sloth's not there. And then it's like all of a sudden it's on the chandelier and then it's on the steps <laughs> and it's it's like closer and closer and closer. Every time the lightning strikes. And then it's claws like rip off their legs. If we're going to have it drive and take selfies and shit, fucking mutilate these bitches. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's what I'm saying. But one of my favorite parts was when Emil- Emily and Brianna were together or whatever, they were running away from the sloth. She grabbed my number one defense thing to oh. grab. She grabbed the top of a toilet seat lid That's and she right. fucking smacked that sloth she out, smacked the it out the window, window yeah. with it. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. It's almost you're... as good as the Beverly scene in uh, how, what was it? Uh, it 2? Chapter 2? That's right. See, I'm telling you. <laughs> that is the best weapon if you you know need a weapon. That's some brutal shit grab right there. Grab that fucking toilet seat lid. Yeah. I'm telling you. It's definitely a good weapon for sloths at least. Anyway. What else is there? While all this is going on, then her boyfriend shows up, right? The boyfriend shows up. Oh, that's right, because he gets attacked. Right, he gets attacked. But then, what's her name? Zenny. Zenny shows up, pops up with her ninja sword, right? Gets attacked. Yeah, and then gets attacked. So the sloth picks up the the sword. And and then... Zenny stabs at first. Yeah, stabs him. He's not dead. Of course he's not dead. Hello. She stabs... Or Zenny stabs or stabs at... Zenny stabs it first, and then they both fall down. And then... It grabs the sword. It grabs the sword, and then the sloth gets shot. That other girl shoots it. Mm, three times And the then chest. the boyfriend says, it's a slaughterhouse in here. A slaughterhouse. It is a... Sl- oh, sorry. It's a slaughterhouse in here. <laughs> and then the girls are like, that's not funny. <laughs> that was funny. And then... The sloth has the tear on. Yeah, which is weird because... And, and then jumps on Brianna, and Brianna's like, that's my tiara! <laughs> Grabs it off his head and jams it into its skull. Yeah, and that's how it ultimately kind of dies. Yeah, that's so weird. 
Oh wait, but that before the sloth dog actually died, uh, uh, pointed at a picture of Panama sitting on the wall and was like, "Oh, because now this sloth can talk." So the sloth said a word, <laughs> and then it died. Yeah. The. Uh, yeah, it was like it was like one of these moments where like I'm still. Not, it's like I'm nice. Don't kill me. I'm too right. nice. I'm so cute. Look right. at me. I'm so cute. I'm so slow. I'm slow. I didn't murder those people. That wasn't me. You should have given me your medicine. And then they have that that end scene where like there's this guy in Panama who's doing another Radu voice, mm-hmm. uh, and he's he's like talking about you know how dangerous it is out there, but how beautiful it is. And this little girl's like standing near the water, and he's like, "Don't stand near the water. Don't stand near the water." And you're thinking a crocodile's going to come up, and you see one, and sure enough. He's like, don't move. And then it goes away. And then he's like, see, you got to be careful. It's dangerous out here. She's like, oh, what? Like this thing? The sloth? And she goes up to the sloth and takes a selfie with it. And everybody's like, oh. Oh. But in the credits, you see her head spinning around (laughs) with the claws, with the sloth behind it. Got to watch out for the sloth. So I guess the sloth, like, like Alpha or the new one, just cut her head off. And that's what I was saying. Like, I guess, was it PG-13? Was this in PG-13? I don't know. Because it feels like it was because it, it doesn't have any blood or like any heavy stuff. I don't it. know. I mean, it's a Hulu movie. I mean, you know, maybe they just didn't want to do the blood and stuff because they just wanted to keep it kind of funny because the sloth was so cute. Right. Yeah. I really wish it would have had gore because that would have been a better movie. I think it would have put it up to like a seven, maybe, mm-hmm. if there was a lot more gore in it start shredding all these girls and everything you know in weird fucking slothy ways you know or like you know what i mean like there could have been like some funny things where like you know the sloth steps on her hose while she's getting oxygen and it's like it moves so slow that like she barely gets her last breath and then it moves and it's like (gasps) you know (laughs) like stupid shit like a slow sloth right anyway i think it's a missed opportunity in some ways so but yeah I don't know. So what you 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 like this one better over the other one? Yes, I did. Okay, just because of the humor is better. It's way better. Story's better. Okay. Well, there you have it, folks. That is the two movies for this week. We didn't really have any trivia, so unfortunately, it's a little shorter episode. But that's okay. You know, we can't always mm-hmm. all have everything. You know, it's a these right. are newer movies, so that typically happens a little bit. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we can go and find some extra stuff, but you know. We were kind of in a rush this week to get everything done, so and we had our anniversary, so Yay. Get fucked. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Thank you guys for everybody in the YouTube comments, by the way, and everywhere else for all the comments saying thank you know, happy anniversary. We really appreciate you guys. So thank you. Got some more movies in the mail. Thanks to a special somebody who you know you who you are. Thank you very much. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we'll be covering those um, probably more towards next month because <laughs> there's quite a bit that we're going to be doing this whole month. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, we got some movies we're going to talk about next week. They're more sci-fi fantasy sort of films. One of them is Transfers from 1984. It's on Tubi and Peacock. So you can watch it there. There's a 4K that just came out from Full Moon Entertainment and uh, was picked up for me by Resolution. So I'm going to be watching that along with Crossworlds, which was also picked up by Resolution. Thank you so much. Uh, from 1996, and that one's on Freevee, or you can rent it 
anywhere you look. Right. But uh, yeah, there's. I think there's only a DVD quality version of that movie. So, but you might be able to rent the transfers in 4K. I don't know how that works. Another thing that you might consider is actually trying out the um, Full Moon online, which is cheaper. And sometimes they have deals. Like I got all of the Puppet Master movies. What is the last one you see there? The last one of the box set. So it goes like we got all of it plus like the making of all those or something like that for like 60 bucks. And it gave us a year of the subscription service mm-hmm. and we got a whole fucking like a hundred and you know twenty dollar fucking set of the, the fucking uh, puppet master series so you know you might want to check that out too but just a heads up but yeah thank you guys so much for all the support you know we really appreciate you guys hope you if you have somebody that you know that might like this episode or who enjoy it please share it with them you know obviously our opinions are our own and doesn't mean that necessarily this is set in stone what we think it's just our opinions and uh, honestly we may watch these movies one day in the future and they may be our favorite movie ever you just never know we just try to do our best to, to kind of give you guys an idea of what these movies are like. So we hope you had a good time. We hope you enjoy it. We'll see you for a brand new, fresh episode of some sci-fi next week. And as always, long live the void.